Welcome to the bonus episode with Siobhan Reed. If you've already tuned in to hear all about her story, then you definitely want to hear about the bonus episode. And if you've missed her story, go over and listen to her full episode where you hear all of the wonderful things that she's doing. Siobhan, welcome to the bonus episode. Uh, You are uh, Atlanta-raised Grady baby. So for those of you listening from Georgia, you'll, you'll know what that means. And we're going to talk a little bit about being a mom and a boss. What's that yeah. like? <laughs> oh, well, it's a lot of negotiating for sure and trying to balance, you know, all the things, right? So I have two Zoomers, one that's 14. Her name is London. And I have a 17-year-old who's a senior. Her name is Lauren. And we are right up, up against prom season and graduation and all the things. And so... Uh, she, we, she and I were just having a conversation about like time off after the graduation and what we're planning to do. And she was like, yeah, you might need to go ahead and make some, um, schedule some vacation time, mom. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how will I take time? <laughs> so, and these are, you know, your kids are Gen Zers. And so tell us a little bit about the Gen Z population. What's going on with them? Oh my gosh. They are definitely a different breed. Um, I won't say they're antisocial, but they're not as social as I would have hoped they would be at this age. You know, it's hard for us to like really connect. So you have to have that intentional effort and, you know, really making sure that it happens. Um, One of the things that they used to always get me and call me on the carpet about is because when I zone into work or I do, I'm doing something, I really get deeply engulfed. And so it's hard for me to like, just take my focus off. Right. So they'll talk to me and I think, oh, I'm the queen of multitasking. I can do both. Right. And they'll tell me like a whole entire story. And then I'll go, mom, are you listening? And I'll like, yeah, I'm listening there. What did I just say? And it's like, oops, I didn't quite catch all of that. And sometimes it was like so honest. I really try hard to like put it together. And they're like, well, I did not say anything about that. <laughs> and it reminds me of the time when they were young. So like when they were kids, I would fall asleep on them. But of course, and this is something that has happened to me ever since I was a young girl. Like I would tell my mom, I'm not asleep or I'm not sleepy. And I would be sitting there looking at TV on the table or something and then just fall on the floor. So they would, you know, I would fall asleep on the sofa while they were playing or whatever. And they start talking to me. And so I come up and say all these crazy things just out of the blue. And I remember one time in particular, I told them something about a gorilla at the dealership. And they <laughs> just thought that was the funniest thing. And so now I have to make sure like if they're trying to tell me a story or talk to me, then I really like stop what I'm doing so I can listen because I know that the window of opportunity is going to be really small for them to really want to engage. And the more moment that they think I'm tuned out, I lose them. So yes, they are definitely different and they're always on their devices. Oh my gosh. And so I try to, you know, engage in my device just so that I'm up on the latest things that they're dealing with. Right. So all of the, you know, recent TikToks that are viral and all the songs and all the things. Right. And it's sometimes I think it's cool, but other times I think it's like, mom, no, don't do that. Like, don't do that. <laughs> so that keep me on my toes. <laughs> mm, so it's you work with develop helping support Gen Zers and you have your own Gen Zers. What is for the audience and myself included? Uh, what is a Gen Zer? How old are they now? What's the oldest Gen Z? So there's a debate about it, of course. Um, 
but it's up until about age 25-ish. Um, some people will go all the way up to 27, but they're considered geriatric Gen Z. <laughs> I like elder millennial better for what I claim. The rest of, oh, um, yes. It's bad enough yes. I'm going to have a geriatric pregnancy. I don't need to be a geriatric in my 20s either. Right. Yes. When I heard that, I was just blown away. I was like, what? But uh, yeah. it's very Gen Z of them to make themselves geriatric versus, you know, the millennial that made themselves elder. Yes. <laughs> and where do you fall in with the generation? Um, I am a true Gen Y, but I believe that I kind of, I relate more to like the elder millennials, at least in my heart, I do so. Mm. <laughs> what, about, tell- what about them do you relate to? <laughs> Well, just the evolution of like thinking and culture and how we, you know, do things like I'm not a traditionalist at all. Like, I don't believe in like gender roles and, you know, mom has to do this and dad has to do that. No, like I'm more of the era of the empowered woman. So, you know, hey, I can do everything dad can do. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. I was raised by boomers. I love this generation talk. And uh, my mom was the breadwinner which mm-hmm. is not a typical for a boomer. Um, and I'm, that my mom was also 30 when she had me, which is very old for their generation. So I guess she kind of blazed that trail for me. Um, I kind of feel like the opposite of you where I am a, I am technically a millennial, an elder millennial, um, but I very much feel like a Gen Zer. Like I very much, I've lived with one, like, or Gen Xer rather, like I live with one, you know, um, still very like gritty. I grew up like when the lights come on, you come home. Like I still kind of like, I really did kind of grow up in both. And like, we didn't have a ton of money. So we we didn't have computer at my house for a long time. Like we didn't have a lot of the, I didn't get a cell phone until I had to get it myself. So I feel very much like, you know, up until 18, I was definitely the kid without the phone and like running around doing all the things. So Mm. very different than Gen Zers. And how does that show up for them? Like work and life? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, it seems as though they feel like they can just put it off. And that is kind of concerning to me in some regards, because of course you have the millennial generation that is really entrepreneurial and they're like all about the gigs and they're getting it in. But when I look at the zoomers, at least my zoomers, they're a little bit more relaxed and chill. (laughs) Like, you know, mommy's got it or daddy's got it. And it's like, uh, well, I need you to get independent as well. And I think we are part to blame for that because growing up, I didn't have, you know, the fortune and I was definitely underprivileged, low income. And so I was always told, no, like I don't have it. And everything was too expensive. And so in their situation, it's always like, I find a way to make it happen because I don't want to tell them no. And so I think some somewhere in there, I've kind of embedded some kind of misconceptions that I'm working through and trying to make sure that they have a realistic idea of what is possible and what they have to, you know, have that grit in order to make things happen as well. Mm. So the Zoomers don't have any grit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Noted. Well, some of them may. I think it just really depends on the environment that you grew up in. And I will say the pandemic did not help because it kind of just shattered all the things that we have been teaching and was starting to see come alive in them. It was like, oh, wait a minute. It's unraveling at the seams. So, uh, you know, I can't beat myself up too bad though. So I grant myself mommy. (laughs) And what is that like being a, a boss mom and also going through a pandemic? Oh my gosh. It was really crazy. I mean, I found myself trying to compensate for the lack of, right. Um, We definitely got a chance to get more socialized with one another. We did get to spend more time together. We, you know, watch movies all the time. Um, But they did experience what everybody is, you know, commonly refers to as um, spring fever or whatnot and or cabin fever which one is it yeah cabin fever yeah and um and so my oldest was 14 and I was always like you know y'all are not going to start driving until you're 18 just because I had some instances that happened when I was you know in school where a couple of my friends lost their um siblings to drunk drivers or you know fatal car accidents and so that has been one of my greatest fears so I had to overcome that and so we were like out driving in the parking lots and when she was 14 just because I wanted to you know give her a different outlet expose her to something give her something to do outside of just looking at her phone and scrolling all day because after so many hours of that in so many days you know it kind of has like a really negative effect on your psyche mm. And speaking of negative effect, how does the talk tick affect them? I'm always. (laughs) What do you mean the talk tick? The TikTok. I call it the talk. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was another trend. I was missing it. Ah, Okay. (laughs) No, that. So when I was a teacher in high school, this is how I referred to their trends. You know, I I was, I never wanted to be too trendy and I always wanted Uh them to know, you know, I'm not that trendy. So yeah, what's going, how's the TikTok affecting their psyche? From my perspective, it seems like it's giving them an outlet for humor um, because everything seems to be so serious nowadays. Um, And what I found is that they're sharing it. And so we have like a group family text and it actually will, they'll share different TikToks and it just kind of keeps us going, like having these you know, shared moments of laughter because we can relate to it. And it's funny to see ourselves through our kids and then influencers, because when they see us in the influencers and then share it back to us, it's like, oh my gosh, that's too funny. (laughs) I love that you say that the humor, because a lot of times when I ask people about TikTok, they're like, oh, it's educational. I'm learning so much. And I'm like, I taught history. Let me teach you how to evaluate sources. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I definitely don't learn anything on TikTok. No, no like your your best influencer friend on TikTok is not someone to teach you things. That is like right. a wicked, and I, you know, when I taught high school, we didn't use Wikipedia. That was when, it, you know, the internet was just coming out and being a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so we don't do that. And so it's relieving to hear that TikTok is humorous because you're right. Facebook, that's where you go to buy stuff now. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is where you go to... I don't know what we're doing on Instagram, I guess. Just showing pictures of our life. Uh, Also selling because Facebook owns it. And so TikTok is a place to be funny. That's Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find find a little bit of inspiration, I think, on Mm -hmm. IG. There have been some things that have been insightful and I go, oh, I need to go and check into that. Is that a real thing? So I'm with you. I'm definitely, you know, considering the source. 
Um, but, and I do, you know, I, but I limit my time on there. So like, I don't get sucked into that endless scroll. I'm 20 minutes on IG and I'm out at max. So that's one of the things that I really try to impart on them as well, because too much of anything, it doesn't do you good. So mm -hmm. I want to make sure that they understand because now they have more than they have IG, TikTok, Snap, all the other things. Right. And if that's all you ever doing, like, what are you doing to stimulate your mind and all of your mechanics and, you know, everything else. So I'm a big, huge fan of like ball, play any kind of ball. I don't care what kind of ball. It could be tennis, squash, soccer, volleyball, just get a ball, do something, you know, to really, you know, stimulate that whole mind and, you know, eye coordination and that kind of thing. So Mm, that's, I love that. This is a great place to, as we wrap up our bonus episode too, to leave us with some Insta, inspir, Insta inspiration. Can mm -hmm. you inspire us to go follow you on all the things? Where can we follow you and, and get inspired? <laughs> oh, of course. I am Siobhan Reed on all social media platforms. So at I am Siobhan Reed and I tend to always show up on IG. I've been doing a little bit more stories to kind of just tell people what I'm doing. And of course, I've learned this whole new audio thing. So it's kind of funny if you want to see someone who just like discovers something and then they try to do it, that would be me. And so especially for the younger generation. And if they know me, then it's probably entertaining to say the least, because I always pick the funniest ones that like you wouldn't believe that I would do, you know, and it's like, oh, my God she did that TikTok or she did that IG. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I just went over, if you're following owl professional coaching, I went over there to find, I am Siobhan Reed. So make sure you put the I in the AM to find her and get yourself inspired. Uh, TikTok, Facebook, I am Siobhan Reed. I imagine you've got some good stuff on there. My neighbor, Janice, uh, she's 70. And her daughter did the TikTok where you call and tell her that the police are coming and you need her to like lay down. Um, yeah, she's a really good one. And I love Janice because she just goes right along with them. <laughs> Does she have a clue though? Oh, yes. She, okay. she likes to say trendy. She knows all about the TikTok. She has it on her phone. She was showing me on it. I'm like, okay. okay. But <laughs> I love that. I always tease them whenever I see like older people engaging in TikTok or IG or anything. I'm like, this is going to be me in 40 years. And they're like, just laughing. <laughs> mm, yeah. Janice is uh, like five foot. She's got the same mm -hmm. haircut as you, only she has oh. red. So actually, you know, I could see you being, if you're short, I could see you being <laughs> <Janice is> 70. <laughs> I love that. She grew up in Alabama. Um, so, you mm -hmm. know, Southerners, I'm getting all my Southern people around here. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me on the bonus episode. I can't wait to talk about all the amazing stuff in our main episode. If you haven't listened to it, you need to go and listen to it. Siobhan, thank you so much. And thank we'll you. see you in the big episode.